You're listening to The Gap Podcast with your host, me, Morgan McGill. As we talk God and politics, my prayer is that you're inspired and encouraged to be a part of filling the God-sized gap in the political sphere. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone, to The Gap Podcast. I'm your host, Morgan McGill, and I am very excited about today's interview. This wonderful woman has become a good friend of mine, and if anyone listening has ever been on a campaign, you'll know that you become friends, intimate friends with people really quickly in the campaign life. So we worked on a campaign together and I just can't wait for her to tell her story because she is such an inspiring, hardworking, beautiful, from the inside out human being. And um, once you guys hear it, uh you're just going to be in shock and just as inspired as I am. So without further ado, Cynthia Cowie, welcome to The Gap. Thank you for having me, dear friend. Oh, it's so great to have you. Um, I just really want to jump right into how you got to where you're at because it's so inspiring to me and I'm definitely sure it's going to inspire everyone listening. You went from just about three years ago to like hating politics, like despising politics. And then here you are, like just over three years later, the president of the San Diego Young Republicans. Like huge, huge thing to like jump from hating to literally living politics. So I just want you to tell everyone your story. Like, How did you get to that point? Where, what was the thing that sparked it for you? Yeah, so I think what's even more fascinating about the genesis for politics for me was I'm actually not even a lifelong Republican. And as you shared, I hated politics before. I was not a political person at all. So that's what even makes the story even funnier. Yeah. Um, but what basically I caught the bug in college and I was in college at the time of the 2016 election with Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump and that was a very well time to be a student Um, it was just a very iconic and very interesting season of life for sure but at the time I got encouraged by a family friend to vote and so to be honest that's when it all started but I was actually a more libertarian, more center-right, more independent-minded, definitely did not like both parties at all. And then, you know, kind of went down the rabbit hole, figuring out where I stood on the spectrum. And Mm -hmm. then basically after the 2020 election, I got activated because I was incredibly frustrated with how everything was going on in my community and the Republican Party. So I decided to be the change that I wish to see in the party and my country and my community. So basically, I got involved with campaigns and the county party Mm. in January 2021 and then the rest is history wow so what was the first uh campaign how like who was it for you that was like I'm gonna get behind this person because when you campaign you you do it like out of uh support for that mission and and that person because it's a lot of work. It's a lot of volunteer hours. Like even though you're getting some, in some cases, getting paid as as a campaign employee, you don't get paid that much because it's like just like in ministry, you don't get paid too much to work for the church. It's it's all people's donations that is fueling the campaign. So, um, what was it? What campaign? What? Who is the person that you're like? Oh, I need to get behind this person. 
Totally. And I agree with all that sentiments because you're 100% accurate. It's not easy being a candidate, but more importantly, it's not easy for those that choose to volunteer or even those behind the scenes who are the staffers too. So for me, when I got started in January 2021, at the time there was a special election for the state assembly. And I know we're here in California right now, but across the nation, you might know it as like the state house and things of that nature. It's basically the state legislature. Yeah. Um, so at the time there was a special election. Um, and so that opened up a potential vacancy and for the Republicans, that was an area of opportunity mm-hmm. to get a good Republican potentially in there. So at the time, it was this individual named Marco Contreras, who was a good Christian man, had a beautiful family, um, just a really beautiful testimony. Um, and they you know, worked very hard and worked very, very diligently. So um, he was the candidate at the time who you know, was the first person that I ended up helping campaign for. I love Pastor Marco and Pastor Natalie. They are great human beings. Um, so what what was that journey like from going to not knowing politics to going all in and helping a candidate? How did that look for you? You know, I was incredibly intimidated because I did not come from a family that knew anyone in politics. So for me, stepping and getting involved at first was incredibly intimidating. I would even venture as far to say even like, like for myself, I'm pretty introverted, but I also know that, you know, I'm someone that is very bubbly and, you know, I'm not afraid to stop to speak to the media and the press. So I know that I have that in me, but I think even those that are more extroverted, I know at times it can be intimidating, especially, you know, after you graduate college, it can be, you have to be a lot more intentional and more purposeful when you're trying to fellowship and trying to find and foster friendships with people. Um, Especially if you're someone that is looking to find people with similar Christian or conservative values. So I remember feeling very intimidated when I first dove into it but i was incredibly surprised how supportive and how open people were Mm -hmm. to receiving me and being able to open doors for me and helping me to get involved and i think especially one misconception people have if you're a conservative republican you don't think that there's a place for you but the reality is there's so much space for you to step in and make a change. Oh, yeah. More importantly, they're looking for people. So a lot of times you get blessed just because you show up. And so I think that was a very fascinating thing when I dove all in and made politics you know, a huge part of my life was I was incredibly um, fascinated with how many opportunities there were. I love that you said a lot of times you get blessed just because you show up because in a previous conversation that we had, I remember you saying that that's how you ended up with your job today. You you worked really hard on someone's campaign and then you ended up and he, and he saw how hard of a worker you were and he was like when he got elected he's like I want I want you. I want you on my staff. So it's true. It's just just because like anyone listening right now you can start from wherever and if you show up and you're diligent you can make a difference I mean you're a walking testament of that oh thank you friend (laughs) so from from that campaign what was the next step like how did how did that look that um you're like, okay, I've, I've worked on a campaign. I started going to Republican Party meetings. What, what was that next step for you? 
So unfortunately, um, Marco and Natalie, they worked very hard and their campaign did great. But, you know, unfortunately, they fell short. And so like anything, like when campaigns end, that kind of leaves you wondering, like, what's next? And that's like a very, you know, common situation people have as soon as the election season is over. Mm -hmm. So I was in similar boats, too. I knew I loved this. I wanted to continue to do it. But the election season at the time, this was 2021. So the election was in 2022. So there was a lot of time and gaps to fill in between um so i did a lot of different like exploring and you know just networking with different um nonpartisan and political organizations one being young republicans um one being you know business organizations as well like in california and other states i know they have like a lincoln club so i got involved with different orgs like that and some other nonprofit organizations um but in additionally to that what ended up happening after that was very um, interesting. So unfortunately, because of everything going on with the pandemic, um, I was one of those people that suffered because I, at the time, was working in the private sector. I knew I loved politics. Um, and so basically what happened was I was in between two different jobs. Like I had one job and then the pandemic hit. And then basically I got let go and then I got back on the horse and replied and got another job. And simultaneously, I was also helping Marco campaign. And after that campaign ended, like in the summer of June 2021, I got let go from my last job in the private sector again. Wow. I all, And then at that same night, I went to a Young Republicans event. And I remember telling um, someone who now was someone who I used to co-host a podcast with how I wanted to work in politics because I like this, but, you know, I just don't know where to go. And so fast forward, which is where we have kind of like a common connection. Um, I applied to be a writer and producer for One America News Network, mm -hmm. and I got the job. Um, and it was just very interesting because, you know, if anyone's gone through unemployment, um, like it's just one of those things like you wouldn't know unless you're there. Like it hurts a lot, especially if you're someone that's very purposeful. You're always yeah. on the go like myself. And, um, you know, when you don't have that going on with your day to day, even if it's things that are out of your control, like it really puts you in a huge depression. You wonder like what else is there? You wonder if it's you. You take it very personally. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot to it. And so although I was very blessed and I'm I'm, I'm grateful to the opportunity because I feel like it really propelled me to where I am now, especially in the communications and the media and press space. But, you know, if anyone that tells you if you start out in media and press, you get like the worst shift and that includes overnight <laughs> yes. and on your weekends. Oh, yeah. I so, remember those. <laughs> yeah. So I was working Saturdays and Sundays and overnight from 2 a.m. to 1030 a.m. So I was my full time 40 hours a week. Um, and for OAN is a conservative leaning network. So I was like eating and breathing everything going on like in government and the campaign side. Um, because it's a national news network, I was more plugged in with what was going on federally and some statewide races. Yeah. Um, so I was very grateful for that. And then basically some other additional things was I was at a fundraiser because Marco ran for uh, Chula Vista City Council. Mm -hmm. And I was at a fundraiser and met this amazing man who is now the current Lincoln Club chairman, and he runs a public affairs and public relations firm, so he wanted me to work for him. So outside of that, I was also doing consulting for him and learning all about that industry and rubbing shoulders with different donors and different kinds of great people in, in the city and community. And then also, 
on the campaign side, addition to this, I you know got connected and met you along the way, and I oh, joined yeah. you on the campaign space and helped um, a great, amazing Christian woman named Amy Riker and um, running for San Diego supervisor. Um, so basically, during the 2022 cycles, very chaotic but i'm i don't even know sometimes how i even made it through but i was working three different jobs i was working 70 80 hours a week and half of those hours were overnight including my weekends but that's a little bit about what happens after marco's campaign my first campaign friends in over 15 years in the political sphere i cannot tell you how many times i've seen amazing men and women forego running for office because they have no idea where to start. And on the other side of that, I can't tell you how many times I have seen amazing candidates fumble the ball so hard because they have no idea what they're doing when they decide to run for office. That is why I founded Revival Consulting. The heart of this company is to help God-fearing men and women get elected to local, state, and federal office because we see a country where the men and women in positions of political power and influence know and love God. If that's you, if you're considering running for office but you have no idea where to start or you need help, go to itsrevival.com and fill out our consultation form because we want to help you. We need your voice now more than ever. If you have seen anything that's going on in the world today, you know that you were put on this planet for such a time as this, and we need you. So please don't hesitate. Go to itsrevival.com and fill out our consultation form today. It's so funny because like honestly even though you were working so so many jobs like you still did all of them in excellence like I I just remember you getting so excited like you were able to just do some screen tests for One America and so that meant you were doing really well there for them to open that door for you and then you were doing um so great on Amy's campaign with me and then you were like you were just doing so many things and you were doing them still in excellence which is so shocking because usually when we um pick up too many things we start to to you know drop balls and um to me it's just a testament of that was what God wanted for you in that season because he didn't let you fail like you didn't drop balls you you did everything in excellence still and that's how I knew God's hand was on what you were doing and why um it, that season was so so great for you and propelled you now into where you're at with which is the president of the San Diego Young Republicans and the like you work on in the city of Chula Vista as a staffer and so it's just so cool to see how God has worked that all together and again three years ago you weren't even involved in politics which I can't say because I've been involved in politics more than half of my life now (laughs) which is crazy but yeah it's just ah I'm just so proud of you oh thank you Fred I really appreciate that it's been an amazing journey I feel very blessed you are god loves you it just is so apparent um one thing that i wanted to talk about talk about too is your journey into the san diego young republicans and how that looked and how you ended up becoming the chairwoman of a pretty predominant organization here in san diego 
Yeah, so basically, again, I do think it's a God thing, but the day before I was about to start my new job being a government staffer for an elected official, um, the former president uh, basically had had this discussion and um, at their next board meeting, um, we had a dis- there was a discussion among the board and um, unanimously I was uh, voted upon, you know, all the different members to take on being the president chairwoman. Um, and I just feel very blessed, um, even though my day job keeps me very busy, like everything I do outside of work is really what fulfills me is the ability to help empower more young people to get involved and to be the change they want to see in their country and their community and also plugging into people with their interests outside of politics and creating you know a space and community for people to make potential lifelong friends who knows they might meet their future husband or wife at events so (laughs) you know I pride myself in making our young Republican organization in San Diego County being both a political and social organization but but even for those that are outside San Diego or California um, I'm a huge believer in getting people involved um, and helping them to get plugged into their young Republican organization because it's such a great resource especially if you're someone that feels called into politics and you're in the age range from 18 to 40. Absolutely I um, I've been involved in in the San Diego Young Republicans for quite some time now and I can agree that I've met some really great friends through that organization and even in like college like the the call the college Republicans just getting involved in groups of people with like-minded people um and and just start to just get around them and build community because when you start to I mean it's it's one of the first things it is the first thing that God said it is not good for man to be alone like like it's not good for us to be alone and um it actually makes us stronger when we're together because we realize wow like you said earlier I'm not the only person like I'm not like the enemy wants us to feel like we're alone and like we're isolated and we're on our own island and that is so far from the truth there are so many of us who care and want to get involved and and it's just I just want I hope my hope is that people listening will just take that first step like you did and get involved because in three years time you could be the president of maybe not the San Diego Young Republicans because I feel like you'll be there for a while (laughs) (laughs) but any organization definitely exactly so um before we end this conversation I wanted to give you space to um to tell people listening um to give them some words of encouragement what what would you say to someone who is in your shoes where they didn't care about politics until now and they're starting to wake up and they don't even know what to do where to start right so first and foremost um there are different ways for you to get involved outside of just voting civic engagement goes beyond just casting your ballot every two, four years. Oh, absolutely. It's so important to be able to plant seeds and to be able to, you know, fulfill that. And there's a lot of ways to be able to make a difference outside of just circling, you know, the ballot and who you would want to be sitting on the, in the house and whatnot. 
Um, my first recommendation that is not intimidating at all that I would encourage people, even if you're not political, to do is first look up who are your elected representatives. Oh my gosh, yes, please do that. <laughs> yes, you should know who is sitting on the school board, water, fire, um, planning groups, Honorable McGill. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> you should, uh, like, you know, the governor, the state assembly, senate, uh, supervisor. You name it. Like you should be able to know who else is running or who is currently representing you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my first step. That's something that anyone can do. You should be able to know who their first and their last names are, and you know, be able to figure out ways to contact them. You know, and you know, another the next step to that is after you figure out who they are, get plugged into your local political. A party or system so essentially if you live in a municipality or an incorporated community there's city council meetings and in like pacific counties there's like supervised role districts mm-hmm. i encourage you to at least even if you can't attend or watch it or listen it every single week or month at least witness it for the first time mm-hmm. so you at least know the format and you at least know what's going on the agendas and what these elected yeah. officials are getting asked to vote on yeah. um, and so that way you know you could be proactive instead of you know making you know a scene and being able to give public comments which are important and they are effective i would argue being proactive and figuring out where things on the back end um you know making sure that's like the first step so that's my piece of advice is, you know, you can be civically engaged beyond voting and it can be as less intimidating as just knowing who represents you. Absolutely. When they're up for re-election, if they're doing a good job and also what's going on in your community right now. So that way you're not frustrated every two, four years when it's time to, Absolutely. you know, elect the incumbents again or figure out, you know, which other candidates are stepping up to run. The other component I would recommend is if you feel called to get involved beyond just knowing the basics, I encourage you to get plugged into your county party um, with their central committee and then also get involved with other political organizations. And in particular, if you're between the ages of 18 to 40, <laughs> get involved with your young Republican organization. Um, it's I, I am a huge believer in respecting elders and making sure that um, you have a seat at the table uh, because otherwise you'll be on the menu. Um, but there's something to be said when you are surrounded by people with similar values in the same age range. There's something magical that happens when you, you know, are around people that are in the same synergy like you. Yeah. So that's my For advice sure. is get plugged in, be proactive, know who's representing you, and then get involved with your county party, your young Republican organization, and other political organizations in your community. Absolutely. And if you're listening and you're like, I don't don't even know where to volunteer or who to talk to, when you get plugged into those organizations, those volunteer opportunities will come to you. There will be ample opportunity for you to get involved in different different races and different opportunities for you to get involved in. Just um, like even speaking at a school board meeting or something like that that there will be opportunities for you that you don't have to go seek them and be overwhelmed by that just by plugging yourself into a community with like-minded people will do that for you and i think that's fantastic advice also please know your representatives (laughs) that's like it it seems so elementary but it's not there are i would say like 80 to 90 percent of the people in the country don't know who their 
local representatives are and it's kind of crazy so yeah definitely yeah great advice yeah and then i'm sorry one last thing oh absolutely is um I, I don't want people to walk away listening from this podcast and be intimidated by me, especially, you know, if they get to know me one-on-one. Not intimidating at all. Very friendly, approachable, and accessible. But <laughs> yes. I don't want people to walk away feeling like, oh, like, you know, having government or politics be there, everything like me, because I'm like the conservative Leslie Nope. <laughs> you don't have to be like that at all. There's no. levels to your involvement in politics, because uh-huh. I know you have a beautiful testimony, and I, you inspire me so much because of how civically engaged you've been at such a young age. Um, I, I'm, I'm getting involved now, so I can catch up to your level. <laughs> but there's levels to your involvement. You can either be a volunteer, you can choose to eventually maybe do political consulting or be an operative. You can be a government staffer eventually, or you know maybe someday you mm-hmm. want to run your own YR or county party someday. There's levels to involvement, both yeah. volunteer and on a paid basis. So my recommendation is just dive in, figure out what you like and don't like, and then figure out you know the best step of action for you. But I don't want people to get involved, feel intimidated, and wonder where their place is because there's levels of how much you want to be involved in politics and how what boundaries you can set. Yeah, and even you don't even have to necessarily be like actively involved. If you're in business and you... Um, your calling is to make a lot of money donate find people that you support and donate max out to those campaigns because they need it it's actually really hard to raise money you'd be surprised yeah totally so uh thank you i don't i just i can't thank you enough for how inspiring you are and how just how much of a hard worker you are it really shows and i can't wait to see uh, like if just you've done all this in just three years what god's gonna do in 30 years like your career i mean cynthia cowie for president after me for sure <laughs> <laughs> we'll take turns <laughs> okay well thank you so much for joining me and uh, i can't wait to have you on in the future absolutely thank you for having me on thanks for listening to today's episode if you liked what you heard don't forget to share it and make sure you subscribe to our channel so you don't miss an episode Now go out in the world and make disciples. We'll catch you in the next one.